Well, everyone, welcome to the first sign of madness, the University Observer's news and cultural podcast. I am Matthew, and I'll be joined by Andrea to discuss the latest in student and cultural life. Our title, of course, refers to the fact that we'll be talking to ourselves in a dark room with absolutely no connection to the outside world. We spent ages trying to come up with a title for this thing. We came up with a very, very good one that really harkened back to the days where we could just turn on the television and listen to the latest cultural interests. But we had to do away with that title because uh, we were concerned about it. The beginning of a new decade, folks, and with that, a replication of genuine, unfettered humanity. So, with that in mind, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's the, uh, what's the first uh, piece of news, uh, Andrea? The first piece of news I have. So, for budget 2021, third-level students... As long as you have paid the 3,000 euros student registration fee and those who are receiving SUSE will be receiving a one-time payment of 250 euros. And it's basically to make up for the fact that we've moved towards mostly online learning. And, you know, Simon Harris, the Minister for Further and Higher Education said, according to the Irish Times, said that, quote, for students, this year has been like no other. The majority of our college will be online for this semester, and we will provide financial assistance to a, to a 50 million euro fund. It's actually, it's actually part of a bigger fund of 3.3 billion euros that's going, that's going to be poured in for third level education. However, some stakeholders like the IUA or the Irish Universities Association and IFA or IFA, I'm not really sure, and I'm still unsure how to pronounce it, or the Irish Federation of University Teachers, you know, have pretty much like expressed disappointment in, it, disappointment in the budget, with like the IOA calling it a missed opportunity for real change. And I, yeah, and yeah, and pretty much like IFA was also kind of said that the, I think that the budget should have continued, should have addressed. I quote, <laughs> the continued underfunding of research exacerbated by the impact of COVID-19 and, and on reversing layoffs of many temporary and precariously employed lecturing and tutorial staff in recent months. The reduction announced in the pupil-teacher ratio in national schools must be mirrored by recruitment of additional lecturers in higher education. I think that they said that in a press statement. And and kind of like news, kind of like oops, like news in t related to this as well is that the postgraduate support from Zuzi will be increasing from two thousand euros to three thousand five hundred euros, and that uh, the income el eligibility for Zuzi will actually rise from thirty one thousand to thirty one thousand five hundred euros to fifty four thousand two hundred forty euros, and for the first time ever, apparently the combined budget for education as a whole will be above 12 billion euros. So that's like the first piece of news that I have that I think people should know. And will I move on to the second one? Sure. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. So the second, so the second piece of news I have is that on the 10th of October, 2020, Simon Harris, you know, Simon Harris has actually like released this National Student Mental Health and Suicide Prevention Network Framework. And this framework will actually tackle the, the issues of mental health among students. And actually developed by students, mental health and suicide prevention specialists, academics, researchers, and like institutional staff. And it's actually part of a bigger um, national strategy called Connecting for Life. And Harris said, I quote, 
This framework builds on this premise and encourages our HEIs to act in nine specific areas to lead, collaborate, educate, engage, identify, support, respond, transition, transition, and improve. And we know that many we know many students face mental health difficulties, and we also know some students will face greater challenges than others, including those in the LGBTQ plus community, international international students, asylum seekers, mature students. And this framework will also support mental health student mental health and well-being with a 5 million euro financial package. So that's kind of it for news for now. And we will now move on to culture. Oh, yes. Well, okay. Yeah. First of all, we have uh, a little thing I found here by Leo Carax, a new film coming out called Annette. Now, this film has been in production for a number of years, actually. It's about a... Let me just get it here. How long is it? How I long is it in production for? Oh, um, maybe a few number of years. Um, I would say... A few number of years. Shouldn't be very long. That would be very interesting. It's not like one of those meteoric kind of productions where it goes on for years and years and years and nothing happens, but it's been... Oh, yeah, like um, like Avatar? Yeah. Know, the movie with the people? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think they got, um, there's a variety article here saying a passion project for Carax. Annette was first announced in 2016 with another French producer, but failed to get off the ground as the financing was not in place. Now, this is kind of interesting because this man here, Leo Carax, had a bit of a incident about 20 or so years ago where he couldn't get enough funding for another film he made called Polar X. Now, Polar X was a very, very good film, in my opinion. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, it was... Cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> you said in your opinion, though. You said in your opinion. Uh, you didn't say that you owe opinion. Yeah. That's, um, it, it was a very, um, it, it was a very film film, in my opinion. Film film. <laughs> I wish I knew what you were on about. It's like, but like, what? Well, if it was a good film, and was it like, you know, um, rated well, why wouldn't he get funding for this one? I don't actually know. I do know that the other one, Polar X, they had to get a lot of funding because the film he did even before that one, uh, The Lovers on the Bridge, that was called. With Didn't Julie get funding either. <laughs> Juliette Binoche and Denis Levon were in it. Those two famous French actors and actresses. But the um, but yeah, that, that didn't go very well. They had to build a set in a massive studio and the whole thing went bust or something. I can't remember exactly. Don't, don't quote me on that. But um, it was something like that. And so basically the French film office i think of the, the state film office if i remember correctly i'm not entirely sure they basically mm -hmm. or a lot of a lot of producers in france that was it they didn't really want to give too much money uh given that experience i, I don't think so he basically had to get a lot of money from switzerland japan uh other countries as well america may have been involved i'm not sure but yeah um, but yeah, so, yeah 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 that was so this guy is like notorious for like spending lots of money in his movies well, I don't know if he's notorious for spending lots of money, but he's definitely notorious. I mean, he's um, done Holy Motors, which was a very, <laughs> which was a very film film, in my opinion, and uh, as well. And that was uh, Kylie Minogue was in that, I do remember. And uh, who else was in it? Uh, God, I can't remember who else was in it, but a very famous actress from a 1960s thing was in it as well. Uh, Edith Scobe. Yeah, that's it. Edith Scobe. Denny Levon mm -hmm. and uh, Eva Mendes, I believe, was the other person. So, yeah, I mean, that, that did quite well for itself. I think that may have been at the Cannes Film Festival. 
and a okay. lot of people, yeah yeah a lot of people were have you have you ever seen that no i've actually never heard of this guy at all and i'm literally on this wikipedia <laughs> page right now and yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like wow the first thing that caught my eye was that he is noted for his poetic style and his tortured depictions of love like <laughs> I, I, I don't know i don't know what this what this like tortured depictions of love mean but well maybe i'll have to Apparently he was um, in between the film I mentioned and the other film I mentioned, which was after the other film I didn't mention. He was uh, he spent a lot of time in Bosnia during so, uh, during the conflict there or something, and he said that he was in quote unquote hell. So um, okay. he he got a lot of inspiration for that, I believe, uh, for his film Polar X. But anyway, back to the uh, upcoming film he's making, Annette. That by the look of it, and I've only seen a poster for it because there's like nothing else you can find of it yet seems to be quite a maybe a bit more light-hearted than uh, some of his other films and uh, you know in my bit oh sorry I can't say in my thing but it's it's possible there might be a bit of self-portraiture in this film it's about a opera singer and their child and he's a stand-up mm -hmm. comedian the protagonist who's played by Adam Driver uh, oh yeah I see him there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Star Wars fame might be a good movie I mean Adam Driver is in it so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean um I can't remember who else is in it. Uh, Mary, Marianne Cotillard. Yeah, yeah. Marianne Cotillard and Simon Halberg. I don't know who that is. Who, who's that? Me neither. I don't know who that is. <laughs> One very interesting thing I do remember is that the band Sparks are doing the soundtrack and I believe they're also writing the script. Uh, Sparks. It's like a musical, so it kind yeah. of like makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's going to be one of those kind of... <laughs> Uh, I, I got something, rock opera was how one of the publications described it, which unleashes all sorts of uh, depictions in your mind already, really. But anyway, <laughs> the, um, I, I just, I can't, I mean, what, rock opera, I mean, what, what does it even, I mean, like, what does it even mean? I'm, <laughs> sorry, wait, no, I'm not allowed to say that. I'm, I can't, I can't get too off track, can I? I, can't, I don't have an opinion. Anyway, the um, thing is that uh, I think, I think this film would be pretty interesting. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be both art house and also, accessible by the look of it i don't know um i it do know kind of, i yeah, think like what? the premise sounds kind of funny you know the guy's daughter dies or something mm -hmm. and, and he what is it no but like i said like the premise like the plot like the, yeah yeah but isn't that, isn't that the plot the, isn't that the plot the guy's daughter adam driver's daughter dies and he has to look after the is, is that what it is no i think like the premise is that like According to Wikipedia, the film tells the story of a provocative stand-up comedian, Adam Driver, and his wife, a world-famous soprano, Marion Cotillard, and their glamorous, glamorous life takes an un unexpected turn when their daughter, Annette, is born, a girl with a unique gift. <laughs> so, I don't know what to make of that, to be honest. Well, it sounds like he's going to have a few tricks up his sleeve, doesn't he? Yeah, like, who knows? Just, it, to be honest, it could sound like a comedy, you know? Yeah, but like, even very good at, she's got a juggling talent that she's not telling one about yet. <laughs> Maybe she can sing. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Never thought of that one, yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean... <laughs> like, the... Actually, like, the... I think the girl who might be in it, I think her name is, like, Angela. And she, I think she's, like, a singer, songwriter, musician person. I did so, not read that. Where, where did you find that? Oh, I'm literally just like, actually, I have no idea. It, there's just like, I just looked at the, the cast and there was the, and there's someone here called 
Angela, Angela, and she's like the singer maybe, but she's also like 24, so that makes no sense. I don't know, actually, I honestly have, I honestly have no idea. So we just yeah. have to watch the movie and find out. Oh yeah, I mean, it's uh, one of those, it was going to be released because of, um, but you know, because of COVID, it kind of got postponed or something. It was going to be, I think, at the Cannes Film Festival, but then they have to postpone it. So I think if I remember correctly, they're waiting until it'll probably be an in-person festival I don't think they want to release it like just online and that's it or anything so uh, yeah that'd be kind of sad I suppose uh, if you worked so hard on it as a passion project yeah yeah I think that um, you know this could be one to look out for and uh, you know he deserves a bit of attention he's a talented guy this Leo Carax and uh, I think there might be a bit of uh, Lithuanian money uh, being poured into this movie which is great it's uh, produced by a lot of people but one of them is called Vachara oh my goodness I don't know how to pronounce Vachara Sinthu Vachara Sinthu that could be Hindi for all I know Uh, (laughs) I don't know but I do know that he got help from Lithuania possibly in his other film or maybe one of his main actors is from Lithuania but he was in a film he was in a Lithuanian film I believe about 20 or so years ago the directors so I mean uh, there's mm-hmm. some connection there some Eastern European connection there so thank you for tuning in with us and we hope to see you in the podcast next time and thanks for thanks to Matt you for being my co-host of sorts and thank you to Connell as well for editing this podcast thanks and see you in the next one bye bye